1: well, this portion
2: of the show is not pre-recorded. It is six oh four here on a Friday night. It's Arthur Idala once again on AM nine seventy the answer. Let's see, we started out with uh, Piscopo in the morning. I hosted from 6 to 10. I had a wonderful, wonderful time with Joe Sabilia and Al Gattulo. Then I popped on uh, Gallagher show at 11.45 a.m. That didn't only play in New York, it played all over the nation because Mike Gallagher, I believe, is on the radio in all 50 states. Um, you know, I am, now here we are, the uh, power hour at 6.04 Friday, the, uh, what's it, the 26th or the 27th, 27th, right? Yes. Um, you know, I'm trying to keep it positive, but there's so many, you know, Israel, what's going on and, and, uh, this tow truck that, that killed this little kid that breaks your heart. And, uh, you know, in Maine, although I did hear that they, um, they lifted right. I'm here with Alex Garrett, by the way, Alex. They lifted the shelter in place for that sec, that part of Maine. That is
3: correct. That just broke 24 minutes ago. So I thought we'd have the update with the latest uh, news up there in
2: Maine. Thank you. And then, uh, you know, there's this Trump trial that's going on, we'll touch on that. But but you know, for a little bit of good good news, it is official. It's official. You ready, folks? It's official. I'm sure you're all going to want to know this. It's very important. Taylor Swift is a billionaire. Yes, yes, the pop superstar has officially reached billionaire status thanks to her Eras tour, live performances, and the concert movie, which raised her net worth to a whopping $1.1 billion, according to Bloomberg. That's a lot of money. Well, God bless her. You know, I, I had this conversation, and I'm not going to say we're going to do it now, but you know should there be uh, an amount of money where the government tax is like let's say 80% and I don't mean a, a low amount of money I mean like let's say after 50 billion dollars okay now you got fifty, fifty. so tells us you guys got 1 billion but you know whether it's Jeffrey Bezos or Elon Musk or whatever is there a point where you are like I right, dude you got fifty billion dollars. I think you. I think you gonna be good with that. You got the huge yacht. You got the airplane. You got the airport. You own the island. You got everything you can ever imagine. We're good at fifty billion. After that, you know, you keep twenty. We keep eighty. I don't know. We could discuss that in another day when I haven't done like eighteen hours of radio and run a law firm and, and gone to a book party last night and. Um, Got a big weekend ahead with the kids. Little Arthur was still celebrating his seventh birthday. Um, Luke is not feeling that well. He got a little thing going on with his eye. We'll be okay, but we got to watch that. Ariana's just like, da-da-da-da-da-da. So it's all good on a Friday night. A uh, little after six. Ivanka Trump. With this whole trial, this civil trial with... Um, I should tell you that we have um, guests coming up to talk about uh, Alex. It's John... Was Nesky coming up now? Sorry, I just screwed up his last name. Um, he uh, ran for governor. He was a state legislator. He was the lead uh, investigator on Bridgegate. He's coming up because one story that's kind of gotten lost in the shuffle, thanks to all these other horrible stories, and I don't mean thanks to, but because of, um, is Menendez. I mean, you have a United States senator who's you know, federally charged with horrible crimes, uh, if they are true. Um, and you know it could affect the balance of power in the Senate, possibly. Um, but Ivanka Trump was originally a defendant by the Attorney General in this case, but then they after their investigation, she's let let go from being a defendant in the investigation, um, and she's just a a citizen. And the government said, "No, no, no, we want to call her." And she is under, and the, here's what the judge rules: she is under the control of the Trump Trump organization or one of the defendants. And the lawyer for Mr. Trump and the and the corporation said, "Quote: The idea that somehow Ms. Ivanka Trump is under the control of the Trump organization or any of the defendants, her father, her father, anyone who has raised a daughter past the age of 13, knows that they're not under their control." But the judge said, "Nope." I want her in here, and I want her in here um, on Friday. There will be, I believe, an appeal of that ruling. They want to talk to her, I guess, about what she knows about valuations of the businesses, about how that came about, about the roles her brothers played um, in the corporation, because they're all on the hook. Father, President Donald, son Donald, son Eric, the corporation. Ivanka was originally listed. She's no longer listed as a defendant and this judge is ordering her to come in i do not like the way uh this judge is conducting himself in this trial i think he's just showing his hands about his disdain for president trump i have had plenty of judges who i know do not like my client at all and who have given me fair trials and i did not put uh even though he's got a great first name judge arthur and goran in that category of someone who is shooting straight and not putting uh, his thumb on the uh, on the scales. The um, the other kind of big fun thing this weekend is that the Jets are playing the Giants. That has not happened in a long time. It's a Giants home game. They both play at the same stadium, so uh, the Giants will be the ones run, ruling the tailgate. I will tell you this, because I've done both. I was at the Giants tailgate just with uh, Lawrence Taylor, I don't know, three weeks ago, four weeks ago. They're, they're more old school, the Giants tailgates. The the uh, demographic of the Giant fan typically runs older, although not so much anymore. Um, 20 years ago, when I used to go to Jets and Giants games, it was a big difference in, in the age group, because the Jets weren't that old, right? The Jets just came around in the late 60s. Well, the Giants have been around much longer than that, but you could see like it's it seems and look this is a very unscientific uh, observation, but that the Giants fans seem to have a little bit more money and because their tailgates seem to be a little bit more elaborate. However, with that being said, the Jets tailgates seem to be a lot more fun. The Jet fans just seem to be <laughs> a lot more into it, and um, you know they're always losing. So, you know, you hear what I'm saying there? uh,
3: Well, I just looked up the history for you. Last time they played each other was 2019, November 10th, and the Jets did win it. So, obviously, they're riding high off beating the Eagles for the first time ever. We'll see what
2: happens this weekend. It's going to be fun. Um, One other craziness before we take a break and go to our first guest, Um, George Santos, right? So, there's this picture today in the New York Times of the new speaker, Johnson. And he's surrounded with, you know, I guess Republicans. And my guess is, my educated guess is for that shot, right, there's 200-some-odd uh, Republican Congress people who want to be, they want to be in that photograph. They want to be as close to him as they can. Um, you know, Scalise is, like, right behind him, uh, right behind the speaker. But in the top right-hand corner, but you can see him clearly in the Times. And this may be by on purpose of the New York Times, maybe totally on purpose because the shot didn't need to be that big. But there's George Santos, right? So he's there standing behind the new speaker. And on the opposite page, I believe it is, they're talking about the fact that the Republicans filed paperwork to expel George Santos from Congress. So it's like, here he is, kind of showing, oh, I got this power. I'm a freshman. I'm standing in this picture pretty close to the the new speaker. Uh, And... I'm getting thrown out of the con- <laughs> Congress at the same time. It's uh, you know obviously like someone's not in charge. Like there's supposed to be someone who's who's in charge of those optics. Someone who's like, and here's the thing: the new speaker, I believe he's done four terms. He's done eight uh, eight years, maybe. I don't even know if he's done a full eight years. And um, I think he's amongst, if not the person with the least amount of leadership um experience to become speaker because if you had someone who'd been around for a while they got a guy igg they got a guy who's going to be like excuse me congressman santos yeah you're not going to get in this that you're going to go to the right and up you're going to be out of it you're not standing in like i don't see nicole malietakis in that picture you know she should be in that picture way before george santos is um I don't know. There's a lot going on. We're gonna. I want to touch uh, about regarding the law. I want to touch about the case of Menendez. We'll try to keep things a little lighthearted the second half of the show. Uh, Judge Cummins and, and uh, Diana Fabi-Sampson and I went to an event last night for an hour or so, which was pretty cool. We'll talk about that. We got a Padre Luz libation, which puts a spin on an Italian uh, cocktail classic. Alex and I are hanging out with you for uh, the rest of the hour. I've been with you since 6 o'clock this morning. It's a little after 6 o'clock this evening. What a pleasure. AM 970, The Answer, the Arthur Idala Power Hour.
4: like you're trying to push a boulder uphill wearing skates if you run or manage a local business today you're challenged like never before we get it and we want to help we're Salem Surround we're a full service marketing agency that'll help you increase your customer base by designing incredibly effective plans to reach your consumers day, night and everywhere they might be
5: if you're a local business and want to see what Salem Surround can do for you, google Salem Surround New York, remember to google Salem Surround New York today
0: we are proud, proud to serve, to serve our country, to serve our local communities,
1: to wear the uniform,
0: to be a soldier, to serve abroad, when and where duty calls. cause. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight.
3: We're
2: always ready. We're always there.
0: We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard.
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala. FazTech Industries helps you with all your construction and demolition and weekly waste removal needs. Roll-off containers from 10 to 40 yards, perfect for house, garage cleanouts, and construction and demolition debris, specializing in removal and recycling of dirt, rock, concrete, brick, and asphalt throughout all five boroughs in New Jersey. Rear load trash containers from 1 to 10 yards, compactors from 25 to 40 yards, number one supplier of recycled product, wholesaler of Virgin quarry materials from bluestone and sand to Belgium block provider of roll-off containers providing Staten Island businesses weekly trash removal and recycling pickups number one private employer on Staten Island so call today and ask for Joe C at 718-494-1600 mention this ad for $25 off your next roll-off container rental faztechindustries.com F-A-Z-T-E-C I-N-D dot com FazTech is proud to celebrate Italian-American Heritage Month a DeFazio no company
1: Eye on Real Estate, New York's longest-running show on real estate, answers everyone's questions. From California to across the Atlantic in London.
3: It's actually Gateshead, a little bit away from London. I've been a huge fan of yours for many a year. Dottie
1: Herman and her expert team will help you through the ins and outs of property ownership. We have great listeners, a great audience, and a great team of professionals. Call 866-970-9622 with your question, Saturday morning at 10, on AM 970, The answer. Craving that signature Sunday sauce? Michaels of Brooklyn will make your place a must. Join Michaels of Brooklyn Sauce of the Month Club. Receive a different jar of Michaels of Brooklyn pasta sauce, homemade pasta and biscotti each month for six months. Make your home the place to be with Michaels of Brooklyn signature fresh marinara right in your home. Visit michaelsofbrooklyn.com and order online. That's michaelsofbrooklyn.com. Michaels of Brooklyn, serving the community since 1964.
2: Is your husband or wife in a hospital or rehab center? Are people telling you that they are not eligible for Medicaid? The cost of a nursing home is $500 a day, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay the medical and facility bills? Don't panic. Just call Connors & Sullivan Attorneys at Law. These attorneys have been doing this for 40 years. They've helped hundreds of people just like you with the same thing that you could be going through. They'll tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news as bankruptcy. Call Connors & Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer. That's 718 238-6500 with offices in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens and Staten Island. It's never too late. The time to act is now, so don't wait and call Connors & Sullivan today 718-238-6500 That's 718-238-6500 and trust me folks after you speak with them, you'll be glad that you did.
0: Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart or odyssey.com Now the
1: main want gold to wear it the good want gold to share it the banker wants gold to lend it we all want go to spend it. Everybody,
2: everybody! Everybody! Alex, what do you got going on here, buddy? Everybody! So I've become a fan of Lauren
3: Green. He's like this country music guy. Everybody and I thought, what a perfect song to talk about Bob want Men- go to Menendez's
2: scandal, right? Want gold to use it. So this is <laughs> this is all about money, it. huh? It's all about all gold, right. baby. It's all about gold. Well, you know, speaking of uh, Mr. Menendez, Senator Menendez, a man who's already been acquitted uh, once at a federal trial, which is not an easy thing to do, Saying, speaking from someone who has tried a few federal trials in his lifetime. Um, so, I, you know, I don't know the ins and outs of Senator Bob Menendez's trial. So I asked Joan, I said, Jones, could you do me a favor, find me someone who does? And she found a guest who has been on the Idolla Power Hour before. John Wisniewski. He is. He was a 2017 candidate for governor of New Jersey. He's a former New Jersey state legislator of 22 years. He was the lead investigator uh, in the Bridgegate case 10 years ago. And let's call him a a political expert on a, an expert on political corruption. Without further ad- further ado, John Wisniewski. What's up, John? Happy Friday.
6: Happy Friday. Glad to be with you again.
2: So let's just rewind for one second to uh, Senator Menendez's first his last case, I should say. Just fill folks in, re- refresh their recollection, as we say when a witness is on the witness stand, um, what that case was all about. Well, it was not
6: terribly different than this case. It was a case of a U.S. senator using his power, influence, his prestige to help Dr. Salman Melgan, who was having some difficulties with the federal government about charges his medical practice was uh, seeking payment from the federal government for, as well as other issues involving uh, a port in, I think, the Dominican Republic. And Senator Menendez used his clout, and in return, Senator Menendez got vacations, lights on airplanes, a whole host of gifts and benefits that would not have come to him for any other reason than he was an influential United States senator. And so this current indictment really stems from the closing days of that uh, indictment. Uh, I guess Senator Menendez believed that because he was able to extricate himself from that difficulty he was invincible and clearly uh, he seems to have misunderstood his position with regard to the law
2: okay and uh, i mean this case the evidence in this case seems to be drastically different in the instant case than the one he was acquitted on so uh, John why don't you fill us in a little bit about the facts of this case for those of us you, mean, you know the, the only reason why I'm making you do this John or I'm asking you to do this I should say is there's so much going on in the news you know legal stuff obviously tragic stuff in Israel tragic stuff in Maine so you know sometimes things get lost in the shuffle and this is one case I mean look it's a United States Senator um, in a Senate that's very very closely divided so this actually has national implications so I just wanted to bring this to the forefront this afternoon yeah i mean senator
6: menendez is accused of using his position as chairman of the foreign relations commission committee of the united states senate to direct additional aid to the government of egypt uh in return for which the people that he's been affiliated with showered him with cash and gold bars he uh, was able to influence the Egyptian government in allowing this donor of his to become the sole source of certified halal meat from the United States uh, from the United States to Egypt. Uh, this gentleman, by the way, has had no prior experience in meats or halal, uh, so it was a really convenient coincidence. His wife got a, a brand new car after she was involved in a a fatal motor vehicle accident in which someone died. And yeah, well, somebody, found, somebody
2: mentioned to me that the the, the motor vehicle accident, I don't mean to be laughing, it was like they said, oh, she, someone jumped on her car, not that she hit a pedestrian.
6: Well, I made this point the other day, which is there was a councilwoman in Jersey City who hit a bicyclist while she was driving, and it was statewide news. Uh, He survived. He was injured, but he survived. It wasn't a fatality. Uh, But you could not open a newspaper. You could not turn on a radio station without hearing about this councilwoman and what happened to this cyclist. Fast forward a couple of years. At the time, I don't think she was Senator Menendez's wife. I think she was going to be his wife soon. She gets involved in a motor vehicle accident. Someone dies and there's not a peep in the press until this indictment does anybody honestly believe that does this somehow missed everyone's attention of course not this was deliberately kept on the down low because after all this was the girlfriend of a sitting united states senator we want to curry favor with this man and so you see how there there's two systems of justice for A powerful person like Bob Menendez and everybody else. Uh, And then you see, because he holds that position, people are willing to shower him with gold bars. I I have some very good friends uh, of many years. Not one of them has ever given me a bar of gold bullion.
2: Never. Uh, well you know there's a very famous restaurant here called Peter Luger's and they give you these gold coins and when you peel the gold off there's actually some delicious chocolate in there but I don't think it's the kind of gold coin I could take it to a bank and and get any money for it so um, John you know you know you know enough about the law to tell us what what is he up against in the federal court in terms of charges in terms of potential uh, uh, jail time Well you know I didn't get through it all. And it's really long and complicated. Go but ahead. Now, go ahead. You, and listen, I, we got time for you.
6: He's had a superseding indictment issued, uh, which is basically the prosecutor saying, if that's not enough, wait till you see this. He's now been indicted for being an agent of the Egyptian government without filing the proper paperwork. Now, United States senators should not be the agent of any government other than the United States. But he's accused of actually doing the bidding of the Egyptian government while in the employ of the United States government as United States senator. He betrayed this country by doing that. He betrayed his oath of office by accepting the gifts and bribes that he did. And at the end of the day, he shouldn't be a United States senator. He shouldn't have... The privilege of that title.
2: Okay. And what do you think is going to happen in the court of law?
6: Well, look, you know as well as I do that there are jurors and the defense attorney's number one mission is to sow reasonable doubt. All they need to do is get one juror to question whether or not this really wasn't a gift whether this really wasn't just wonderful friendship. Uh, And that's what the prosecution has to work very hard to explain, because there was this case out of Virginia in which the governor of Virginia was receiving loans and other favors. And ultimately the United States Supreme Court threw out the conviction because they said that the statutory basis under which he was convicted was a little murky. And Senator Menendez's attorneys have been focusing their entire defense almost exclusively on that Supreme Court precedent. Now, I would argue it doesn't apply here. Uh, the facts aren't the same here. Uh, the, the the opulence and greed of Senator Menendez is vastly different than it was in that case. But that's, that's the dynamic that is going to be uh on display in trial senator menendez is essentially going to say i'm a by the bootstraps type of man who has raised himself up and is there anything illegal about my having generous friends and i think the natural response to that is the only reason you have generous friends is because you're a powerful united states senator if you were a working joe going to the ihop in union city nobody would pay attention to you except for the fact that you're a united states senator
2: Gotcha. And the one thing that, the it's not a detail, a major fact that we left out is this case is not being brought in the District of New Jersey. It's being brought in the Southern District of New York, where I think it's fair to say that uh, Senator Menendez does not have home field advantage, um, as he did last time he went to, was in trial. Um, you know, how do you think this plays into this, John? Well,
6: I think it's a necessity, but I also think it's a black eye for the political process in our state where the Department of Justice is not comfortable with the U.S. Attorney's Office in New Jersey handling this case because of the, the breadth and the scope of the influence that Senator Menendez wields over the process here in New Jersey. So they had to take it to a different jurisdiction. That's not good for anybody who believes in the rule of law, that the senator for New Jersey can't even be prosecuted in New Jersey because there's a concern that there might be some influence on the prosecutorial
2: agencies. Well, I mean, that's, I think, looking at it with the glass half empty. I think if you want to look at it a little more positive way, it may just be the people of New Jersey who know him and heard of him and he's got name recognition, you know, they may be leaning in his favor. But John John Wisneski, I I would like to change topics. We have about three minutes left. Uh, you were very involved, obviously you're the lead investigator on, on the Bridgegate case. Chris Christie is now running for president of the United States. Now, you know, it looks like in the Republican primary that die has been cast, but the way the world is spinning these days, you never say never. How much is Bridgegate hanging around the neck of chris christie, and, and would it if he ever decide if he ever like surged in the numbers, is that something that would rear its head to really hurt him, or is it so far in the rearview mirror um, you know we're done with it
6: Well, I always believed that ten years is a long time, and that this is not as prominent in many people 's minds as it was back then, but I always am amazed at how people will talk to me about this and they still bring it up as an important fact in the political biography of Chris Christie. They you know they are concerned that the kind of broad abuse of power that he engaged in there and his willingness to throw everybody around him under the bus, if he could, uh, and not take, you know, he, he never manned up and said, Hey, this was my shop. This happened under my watch. This is my fault. No, he, he let Bridget Kelly suffer. He let Bill Baroni suffer. He let David Wildstein suffer all the while, you know, complaining to be totally ignorant of what was happening under his nose. And so I think that this will be an issue and, you know, politics, That his opponents, whether it's Donald Trump or Nikki Haley or anybody else, if they see him starting to pull away, they are going to pounce on this issue, remind voters that he's not necessarily somebody you can trust at the levers of power. Because look what he did in New Jersey when he had his thumb on the scale.
2: Gotcha. All right, John, I appreciate you spending Friday. This is like the heavy segment of the program, so thanks for carrying the day. I'm going to try to have fun for the rest of the uh, evening before I, I run out of here. And I'm actually going to a costume party tonight. Don't ask. I'm not a big costume party guy, but it's for a charity, so I'm doing the best I can here. I, uh, I, really I, heard,
6: I heard that you were dressing up as Chris Christie.
2: No. I'm gonna uh, I'm actually going as Mari I'm actually going as the kids cartoon character Mari remember when we were kids in that video game could yeah. you believe it's yeah, so it's big it's 40 years 40 years later it's uh, it's still a huge thing My like six-year old seven-year- old son now watches the movie of it nuts John Wisniewski, thank you so much for finding the time for, to be on the Idol of power I will catch you uh, the, the next time
6: thanks a lot for being with us take care.
2: All right, folks, uh, it's time. It's the bottom of the hour here, or it's, it should be the bottom of the hour. It went a little long. Uh, we're going to come back. We're going to do Padre Lou's Libation. I'm going to have some fun with people in the office. Don't go away. We'll be right back.
3: And we walked in fields of gold.
1: night at seven have some fun for your friday if you make it to the seven o'clock hour you know the weekend is upon you and that's why christine nicholas and kevin mccullough can't wait to host you for a fun hour on radio night live join us
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala. When you're looking for concrete materials for your next construction project, call on the experts of Diamondback ReadyMix, New York and New Jersey's number one premier family-owned concrete supplier, proudly located on Staten Island. Providing concrete services for commercial, municipal, and residential general contractors throughout New York City and New Jersey, the Diamondback ReadyBix Quality is Our Strength service will guide each customer from the initial order through the final pouring fully in insured in New York and New Jersey and will produce your concrete with durability, strength, and appearance for your project. Call today and ask for Harry Lynch for personalized service. Call 718-650-5649 for your free estimate. That's 718-650-5649 or go online to Diamondback ReadyMix. That's R-E-D-I-M-I-X dot com. Diamondback ReadyMix is proud to celebrate Italian-American Heritage Month The a DeFazio company.
5: Waiting for you. Hi,
2: it's Arthur Idala, and it's back-to-school season, and many students finish college without a clear path towards a career. Do you know a graduate in this position? Well, tell them about Plaza College's accelerated program in court reporting, which allows them to speed their way into the legal field and make great money without going to law school. This is an in-demand, lucrative career with flexibility that more people need to know about. I speak to the district attorney's offices often, and they are in dire need of court reporters. Courts, schools, and television stations are all seeking these professionals to record and caption everything from depositions, classes, live shows, and sporting events. And the National Court Reporters Association has partnered with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. D-U.
0: Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Hey
2: now, you're a rock star. Get the show
0: on, get paid.
1: We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala.
2: I don't know if I feel like a rock star. I feel like a little bit of a radio star. I mean, it's a little bit past the hour, the bottom of the hour, and I am, uh, I'm still standing. Let's see. We did a little, uh, Piscopo for four hours. We did, um,. You know, we jumped on the, uh, the studio was clean, right? Just one, just the one. Studio, I, and I made sure I spoke about it this morning to Gattullo. I had him laughing. I had him laughing hard, actually, about it. Uh, thank you, Alex. I um, yeah. So I I got last night. Uh, well, you know what? I'll talk about this in a minute. I want to talk about what Alex brought to my attention. I said this was going to be a lighthearted segment, but Alex brought something to my attention that I, that. It, it, you know, I spoke about this this morning with Alan Dershowitz, with several of the guests on Piscopo in the morning. And thank you, Joe and Jerry, for letting me fill in for four hours. It was a great time. In Times Square right now, right? Our boy Tom, our boy Tom Harris, Times Square Tuesday. um, There is a, uh, basically it's a Shabbat table, right? And so for those people who don't know... um Shabbat is when the sun goes down, there's a dinner every Friday night that the Jewish people observe, and it's a wonderful tradition. You know, Italians uh, had a unofficial dinner. It was usually 2 o'clock on Sunday. Sadly, that has kind of faded away. You know, stores used to be closed on Sunday. Sunday was a day of rest. New Jersey, God bless them, still has blue laws where things have to be closed on Sunday, but not here. Um, but... Friday night, sundown, everything gets shut off, the phones get shut off, the, no, no keys, nothing in your pocket, no keys, no money. It's just about people, family, friends, God. Uh, basically the only thing you could do is read, which is great. It's great for the kids. All the, the devices go away. Um, what several Jewish organizations have done, they went and installed in Times Square an empty Shabbat table. With 224 seats that are empty, and you know it doesn't sound like a lot until you see this picture online of all of these chairs that are empty, and that you know that's, those are the hostages; those are the people that are missing. And it really, you know, again, I know it's Friday, and I know, and I've been doing this for for a, a, most of the day, but I just don't want us to forget these kids. They're kids. I mean, the adults. I mean, it all stinks, right? It's horrible. But, again, I, I've said this all week. I've said this for two weeks. You know, I'm a father of a, of an almost two-year-old. I'm a father of a seven-year-old. I'm a father of a 17-year-old. Those are the age groups of the kids who were ripped from their, their, their parents' arms. And, you know, no one really knows what's going on with them, except that the grandmothers that were released did say that they were not being mistreated. But Hamas is saying, when Israel dropped bombs... Uh, it killed 50 of them we don't know what's true uh, the country of Qatar is probably or Qatar however you want to pronounce it um is apparently trying to negotiate to get some of these people released but you know when you look again numbers and I do this when I'm trying cases sometimes When people are like well how long did you see him for and're like oh I saw him for at least you know 12 seconds and I'm like okay let's count one Mississippi To Mississippi, I'm not going to do on the radio, but I do all 12 seconds and you see how long 12 seconds are. So I was like, so when you went when he went from the elevator to the stairs, that which is only six feet. It took 12 seconds. It took all of that time, and that was the period of time you had to observe them to just demonstrate that it was probably more like two seconds, not 12 seconds. But 12 seconds sounds, you know, oh, a long time. So here it's like oh, uh, 224 people. Oh, that doesn't sound like a lot of people, you know. Uh, and, and on 9/11, we lost almost 3,000 people, and and that day they lost you know almost 1,500 people. You know, 224 is not that much until you see the empty table. Until you go into Times Square, and I'm not there yet, but I may be there shortly uh, as I head home. And the, but the, I've seen pictures that Alec Garage sent me, and it's like wow, wow, you know, in in uh, a Christmas story with uh, Ebenezer Cruz, you know, there's that one scene in in Christmas Future where Tiny Tim's chair is empty at the table, and your heart breaks. Um, and you know, that's a little boy. And when you think that at that table, at that Shabbat table, there should be a nine month old in a high chair. There should be a two year old in a high chair. There should be twin three year olds, maybe in like a brute booster seat all the way to the couple of 18 year olds and that they're not there. They're not with their families tonight. And that's horrible. And then, you know, if you want to, if want to rent on a real high note, now you go to Maine. Who in God's name thinks you're going to go bowling and get killed? I mean, you know, you could say, well, you went to a baseball game and you got hit by an iron ball and hit you in the head or hit you in the heart and you died. You're not going to get killed going bowling. But there are families right now who are devastated, who can't leave their house because this guy, I I look, I haven't looked at the news in the last couple hours. Alex, I don't know if you've seen if they've caught him. I think I would have gotten alert if they think we all would have. You're right. right. I haven't seen that at all. So they can't even like mourn properly. They can't go to each other's houses and, and hug and kiss and cry and make arrangements because, they you know, law enforcement appropriately. So and God bless the NYPD, we send people to Maine, the FBI have people in Maine, you know, the main force, uh, police forces they can't scratch the surface of ours. So we're trying to on the manhunt is the car by a dock. Is that a fake out move that he's trying to let us think that he's on in the water? They have drones looking for him. They have helicopters looking for him tragedy all around. All right, we're going to take a break, I promise. we got about eight minutes left in the show. We'll try to have some fun. I don't know. I'm going to maybe bring Diana in here or someone from the law firm here on a late Friday night to just end off on a high note and have some fun. Oh, I have a Padre lose libation. That'll put me in a good mood.
3: Arthur, you're never too negative for too long. You know what? I like that about you.
2: I'm doing my best, Alex. I learned from the best, and that would be you. You always have a smile on your face, Alex Garrett. All right, let's take a break. We'll be right back. We'll have a little bit of fun. Don't go away. Spend the rest of the night with me. Oh, come on, yeah, come on, peace play, hey, yes, it's the peace train. Hi, it's Arthur Idala. Whether you're an owner of one machine or have a fleet of hundreds, ESCO truck and equipment can help with all your equipment needs. Whether it be purchase, lease, or rent the right machine to improve your business, ESCO provides a full line of link belts, excavators, light equipment from Dynapack and Chicago Pneumatic, or handheld power tools from steel. ESCO parts can stock an extensive inventory and retrieve parts quickly to minimize your downtime. If you break down in the field, and need a part ESCO certified technicians will come to you on site to get you back to work quickly ESCO is there for you every step of the way with regular maintenance inspections service and repair serving New York and New Jersey call Joe E Joe Eugenio 718-504-2600 or go online to ESCOEquipment.com that's E-S-S-C-O Equipment.com ESCO is proud to celebrate Italian American Heritage Month ESCO Truck and Equipment is a DeFazio company
0: am 97 the answer
2: hi it's arthur idala the national italian american foundation believes in celebrating and advancing the inspiring achievements and uplifting values of the italian culture and presence in america They do so by giving out almost a million dollars a year in scholarships to deserving Italian-American students, in grants that promote Italian-related projects, and in heritage travel that takes young Italian-Americans to Italy to visit the land of their ancestors through the signature Ambassador Peter F. Secchia Voyage of Discovery program. Moreover, the National Italian-American Foundation serves as the voice in our nation's capital for more than 15 million Americans of Italian heritage by working closely with the italian american congressional delegation and the embassy of italy in washington dc if you believe in protecting preserving and promoting italian heritage and in strengthening and empowering the ties between the united states and italy please join in by enrolling in niaf.org that's niaf.org
0: am 97 the answer
2: Hi, it's Arthur Idala, and Bayridge Honda is kicking off October's spooky season with scary savings so low you'll scream! Bayridge Honda is your family-owned and operated Honda dealer for over 60 years, serving the five boroughs. You can browse from over 200 new Honda vehicles, like the all-new Honda Civic, CRV, and HRV ready for you to drive home today. And over 100 certified, pre-owned vehicles backed by the Honda True Program at their 2022 President's Award-winning dealership. And right now, get 0% APR financing and zero down payment on select new 2023 Honda models all month long. Plus, receive 50 $1,500 when you turn in your trade or lease when you purchase your next car with Bay Ridge Honda. Even if you don't buy a car from Bay Ridge Honda, they want to buy your car from you. So visit Bay Ridge Honda at 4th Avenue and 88th Street in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn, or online at BayRidgeHonda.com. That's BayRidgeHonda.com. These deals are available to qualified buyers. Additional fees may apply. See dealer for details.
0: Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. The Answer.
2: Baby. Yeah! Friday night! New York City! Idol Power Hour! Go Mick! Sing it, baby! Hackney Diamonds. Loving on it, baby. Loving on it. The whole album. I am going home soon. I'm going to put on a Mario costume and go to the Christian Santo uh, Halloween Ball. The Christian J. Santo Legacy Foundation Ball. Um, I, you know, I am not into the whole costume party thing, but I'll do anything for the Santos and that foundation. And Sunday is the Guild for Exceptional Children uh, event, and I'm very much looking forward to them. They were on last night on the Idol Power Hour this morning on Piscopo Show. I'll, I'll cr- Circle back with them on Monday or Tuesday to talk about their successful event. Um, I am looking forward to having a libation. And what better person to give me a recipe for a libation than a man with a beautiful handlebar mustache? This is the end of Italian-American Heritage Month. And Padre Lou would like to do a refrain on one of the best aperitif cocktails, namely the Negroni. However, Padre is going to put a little spin on it. So, into your cocktail shaker with ice, make sure there's a lot of ice in there, put a third of a shot of Mezcal tequila. Cool, right? A third of Campari, and a third of Antigua Carpano sweet vermouth. Um, mezcal, Campari, so it's usually it's gin, compari and Vermouth. I don't know, Pesci, you want to try it? You want to try it with the Mezcal, Judge Pesci? Mezcal, Campari, and Sweet Vermouth. You can add a few dashes of orange bitters or just a little bit of the rind. you will know, put it around the glass. That's what I do. Then shake it real well. Make it really cold. I like to have my Negronis up. So I shake it real cold, I put it in a cocktail glass, a martini glass, garnish it with a thin orange slice, sip it, savor it, and when you swallow it, enjoy Padres Lou, Padre Lou's mescaloni. That's what he's going with, a mescaloni libation. And yes, ready, I'm going to make a bold statement. Give thanks for the courage and the bravery of such people as Christopher Columbus, Giovanni Varezzano, and America Vespucci, and yes, my father... Padre Lou Idala, great Italian-American. Speaking of great Italian-Americans, last night I was at an event, and I got to look at a bunch of pictures of Mario Cuomo, who in 1984, when he stepped on the stage at the Democratic National Convention, in my opinion, was the first Italian-American statesman to speak to a national audience who really show off the brilliance of some men in the Italian American community when at the time Italian American role models were some people like Vinnie Barbarino, Arthur Fonzarelli, Rocky Balboa, etc., and some schmucks in organized crime. Um, Joining me at that party last night was Judge Barry Cummins and Diana Diana Fabi-Sampson. She prides herself on the Fabi part because she says she's more Italian than I am. Diana, you want to, like, lean into the microphone? Tell us where we were last night.
4: We went to a book publishing event at um, Maria Cuomo and Kenneth Cole's apartment on Sutton Place. It was a beautiful apartment overlooking the river. And they were wonderful
2: hosts. There was about seventy-five people there from, I think, the Andrew Cuomo administration of yes. uh, from when he was attorney general and when he was governor. Yes. What did you think of the whole event? what was your vibe, Diana? You know?
4: I mean, the, the vibe was that these people really cared about one another, which is nice because after reading um, uh, Melissa Derosa's book, I thought that you know pot- uh, that politics really was just a snake pit. <laughs> But right. obviously there are there are loyalties there too and these people really cared about one another like family, even though they've their administration is, you know, a thing of the past now going on how many years? Two years?
2: is it um, is it two, yeah right
4: yeah, well a year and a half no 2021 yeah. right? the summer of, 2020, of 2021, 2021.
2: yeah right so yeah i mean it was it was a reunion of sorts for them you know they were so melissa DeRosa, who was the secretary to the governor which basically means you're like the chief of staff she wrote a book that diana read and today in the new york law journal diana how long was that piece in the law journal
4: i mean it the columns were long but actually it was, it was about page. 10 pages
2: no, it was 8 that. by 11. It wasn't no, 10 8, was it?
4: Double spaced? Was but, it 8? I don't know. It, whatever. It was no,
2: Diana wrote a, a book review and uh, Governor Cuomo saw it and uh, Melissa DeRosa saw it. And they saw it yesterday before we walked into the party. And we walked into the party. They were like, "Oh my God, Diana, that was amazing! It was perfect, right?" Wasn't the word they used "perfect"? I guess so. They liked it. Do you do you think of yourself as perfect? <laughs> Hardly. Hardly. <laughs> um, but you should feel very proud. It's Friday night. We're still working in the office. We're hopefully winding up. But to have a, you know two big columns in the law journal and a book review of, of a book of quite importance, we have two minutes left. Diana in I mean I'm going to have Melissa DeRosa on the show but what was your uh, a one minute summary of of the book one minute don't look at me weird but judge, <laughs> if I'm a judge I said Miss Sampson you I'm going to give you summary. one minute I mean it really gives
4: you a an inside view of um you know how that, you know, all the different events that led to the, I mean, it really was a forced ouster of the governor, how they all kind of conspired together, the whole uh, nursing home issue, the nursing so home like issues, COVID, and nursing co- home. all of it kind of, you know, came out, came through at the same time little and created a, a crisis. A
2: little bit of a perfect storm? It was
4: a perfect storm. Um and, you know, it's also a story about a young woman in a very important position. I mean, basically the chief of staff to the governor. I think that the position is called secretary to the governor Um with, you know, a woman with a lot of heart. I don't necessarily agree with her on her politics, but she has a lot of heart, a lot of passion for what she does, fighting hard and experiencing, um, you know, what for her was a terrible loss, a terrible disappointment in real time, uh, you know, one crisis after the next. So it's a really human, human
2: book. Okay. Of- and well, she, she Melissa reached out to me today and said she looks forward to being on the Idola yeah. Power Hour. So I'm excited. Thank you, Diana. I know it's, okay. it's, it's late and you're here. Diana's working on literally the yeah. Harvey Weinstein appeal, the Ghislaine Maxwell appeal, the Paul Haggis appeal. Oh, the Parkby Smith Estate. She's oh, nobody knows that. I should be talking. She yelled at me. Oh, that's a great song you got there uh, to send us off. What a beautiful Uh, Andrea Bocelli song, Conte not Because we are leaving each other, folks. In case you didn't have enough time with me this morning for four hours, then I did my first hit on Mike Gallagher, national hit at eleven forty-five this morning, and uh, been working all day. I'm here with Alex. Alex, thank you. We've been superb. My well, pleasure.
3: Uh, Always love working with you, Arthur. And happy National Italian American Heritage
2: Month. Thank you. I will be here all next week, so we'll have a lot of fun. We'll cover all the news—the bad, the good, the ugly. Hopefully, we can find the the, the glass half full. Um, I'm off to Legoland this weekend. The weather may be nice. I don't know. They're giving you back and forth. We'll see. You got everyone. Have a great, great weekend. You know why? Because you deserve it. Have a good one,
4: folks. Con
0: te che non mai e con te.
3: The Arthur Idala Power Hour is sponsored by Idala Bertuna and Cammons, PC.